there's a fly in here. Great. Wonderful. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very exciting episode four. Welcome back. I'm Hannah. I'm Kimmy. We're so glad to have you here on this journey with us. We are your host of Funny, Hot, and Very Cool, episode four. Welcome, everyone. Yeah, and this is a podcast in case you were unsure of what you're doing right now. <laughs> Usually I am. <laughs> And I do want to want to kick this off and say that I am sorry to everyone listening and watching at home. I know that my sniffling has been a big issue of episodes past, but unfortunately, I have a fucking cold today, so that is not getting any better anytime soon. Well, you sound great still. You don't sound like super sick, unlike Thanks. me in our first episode. That was that was. Oh my god, I almost said epic. <laughs> Never that was episodic. <laughs> Speaking of annoying sounds, we have oh, to, we have you to know. do our ASMR. Oh, shit, my nails are long. Do you need to... <laughs> Not my... Kimmy's really struggling. Not my nails not being able to get under this. Okay, great. That one was a that lot was t- less crispy than normal. That Oof. was really tough, you guys. We'll see how this day goes. I hope it's not um, a bad omen for the... Come on! <laughs> My light just went out. You gotta be shitting my dick, bro. Cut. <laughs> okay. You were saying about bad omens. I hope it's not. That wasn't a bad omen for the rest of the episode. Well, we just had a technical glitch. So. I know. Um, we'll our see. ring light just went out, so we will see. I'm also on in speaking about the last episode. Um, hmm. My pit stains were out to play. I'm never filming in a tank top ever again. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a sweatshirt today. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, listen, I'm Italian. It happens. But I was just like staring at them. Well, we were talking about being sweaty bitches last episode. We so were, so it was it, fitting. It was very ser- serendipitous. Mm-hmm. Can't talk. You guys, today is going to be <clears throat> quote unquote a day trademark. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have you? <laughs> Fuck us. I, hate them. I hate can't this. stop doing mouth sounds. I'm so sorry. Anyway, can we <laughs> quit? I'm so over this. And four was it. Four, four was wrote. it. This is the finale and we're not even finishing the episode. <laughs> how, how have you been otherwise? <laughs> um, I've been good. I was going to say I one of my favorite things that we've experienced on this journey so far is... Um, not necessarily accidentally. It happens very naturally. We weave our friends into what we talk about because our friends are our lives. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really happy when they listen to an episode and hear their names and then give us like these really cute texts about it. Yeah, It just makes me really happy, A, because I love that I have such supportive friends who are all listening. But B, it's just like, I don't know. I know you got that far. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's so cute. I love it. And I love when they like text us to like chime in and respond to what we're talking about. They're like, I just got to this part. Like they're yeah. like live chatting. Me. I know. I love it. It's like a live review. Did I just, oh, I hear a screaming kitty. I do as well. Let her out. <laughs> the fly, the light dying, my cat going insane. It's a full we moon. We can't the, control this. We couldn't this. get the kelps open. Holly, I swear to fucking God, bro. Okay. That's all she has to say. Can we can we go back? <laughs> yes, please. How are you? 
I want to know. You got your fucking vaccines. I did get my vaccines today. I'm boosted. Um, I'm like Dragon Ball Z. How are you feeling? Um, my arm hurts, but I feel great. Okay, that's good. I got two, uh, the two in one. Yeah. <laughs> two. The two in one shampoo injected into your arm. Yeah. I love that. Um, I've befriended my pharmacist, so it's been a pleasant experience. Mm. Um, right. And then afterwards, I went to Trader Joe's, and I really fucked shit up in there. Mm-hmm. I went Tell in, me about it. You know what? My first mistake was <laughs> I went in with no list, but I had a completely empty fridge. So mm. I was like, it was re The world was your oyster. Time. Yeah. I love um, those trips, though. Yeah. So I was just like taking my sweet time. Like they were mopping the floors in Trader Joe's because it was like 10 a.m. on a Monday. Seems so a I had late for a grocery store. Well, I think they get like a morning rush maybe. And then mm. it was like there was like no one there. First so. burp of the episode. Hot. You didn't put it in the mic. It was an airy one. I don't think it would have been very satisfying for listeners. No, I don't have one. Um, I thought I was going to have one. Yeah. Anyway, so I was taking my time looking at new things, seasonal food, and I discovered that the French onion soup mm-hmm. in the freezer section. Like the soup soup? Not like the dip? Yeah. Okay. French onion dip versus French onion soup. You're talking about the soup. Yeah. The liquid. Yeah. The hot liquid. It's in the freezer section. Okay. So, like, you put it in and then you can get, like, the bread Cold and the cheese all, all melty and, like, the... <laughs> yeah. So, okay. that's kind of how it works sometimes. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love French onion soup, but oftentimes it's beef broth I'd based. say nine times out of ten, yes. Beef broth based. <laughs> beef broth based. Okay. I think I beef, had a stroke. Beef broth Based. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, I, I um, I looked at it because oh, I just love French onion soup. Yeah, and it's soup season. And it was a vegetable-based stock. Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. That for was you. a big fucking win today. Yeah. So I'm really happy for you. Thank you. If it stopped being eighty fucking degrees out in DC, I'd be able to eat it. Yeah. But it's in my freezer, and it's preserved until then. Yeah, the highs in the 80s are really killing me. Yeah, it was really nice last week in fall, and now it's not second summer, third summer, fifth summer. I just feel like we're in eternal summer at this point. And it's just hell. Yeah. 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 We're all burning. So, yeah, so I got some little treats at Trader Joe's, which was lovely. How far would you go for for a little treat? Like, to what ends of the earth would you reach? People have asked this question over the course of history, but more in the form of <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Similar vein. Yeah. Oh, how far would I go for a little treat? And it's okay if your treat is a Klondike bar. However, they've changed them I recently. I love Klondike bars to be, yeah. to be honest and vulnerable on the podcast. Whoever invented biting into ice cream is a psychopath, so... Whoever can bite into ice cream is a psychopath. Um, that's Amen. A red flag. Amen. Um, how far would I go? I mean, I don't think I would commit murder. <laughs> okay. I would. I was thinking like I would borrow my roommate's car. Oh yeah, <laughs> easily. I would borrow a car. I would. I would maybe pay a dollar ninety nine in delivery fee. Would you miss a flight? Mm, no. Okay. I, well, it depends on the treat. Would you skip a work meeting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd miss a flight, but I'd skip a work meeting. Okay. Would you cancel a date? 
maybe. Okay. If it's like I'm a just first gauging date. you here. I'm just, no, I like yeah. it. Yeah. What about you. you? How far would you go? I think I'd go pretty far. Audrey and I are known to drive places for treats. You'd go the distance. We yeah, we do be doing that. Um, I do also be spending an obscene amount of money to order treats via Uber Eats. Yeah. Um. So the yeah, the expenditure is there. Okay. Both physically, emotionally, and monetarily. Would you cross state lines? We, well, a little complicated <laughs> given the fact that we're in D.C. D.C. statehood now. Um, Not hard to cross state lines Would here. you cross international waters and borders? You know what? Actually, the Portuguese, like, pastelitos mm-hmm. that we had in Lisbon have been on my mind for a week, and I have considered when I can go back to You've eat been them. Checking the tap air flights yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, when can I justify? Um, yeah, they're incredible and they they do cross my mind. Gotcha. This fucking fly. You guys, there's a fly in here, a house fly, Holly. and it loves our ring light and it won't leave us alone. Holly, can you do your job, please? Holly's not a very good guard cat when it comes to insects. Oh my God. Um Yeah, anyway, I'd go pretty far for a little treat. Speaking of, we had some nice little treats at Franklin Hall this weekend. Which oh, was we did. Great. I think we're just going to end up bringing up Franklin Hall on every episode. For sure. Um, and I know you're wearing your football jersey for, yeah, I'm for the Giants. It's a hard I'm wearing my New York Giants jersey for those of you who aren't viewing us on the tube. Um, just, you know, supporting. Yeah. It's football season. True. I, I liked the NFL before Taylor Swift made it famous. Yeah. Because <laughs> I um, I think that she's just really blowing the whole league up. Maybe she could blow our, our podcast up. Maybe. Do you think we can call her? Yeah, I think we're definitely important enough to be on Taylor Swift's <laughs> radar. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. But it was fun this weekend watching football at Franklin Hall. But, I mean, obviously it's no ultimate mecca. Buffalo Billiards? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if that's where you were going to go. I just miss Buffalo Bills. Yeah, if we have, I mean, I think the majority of people listening are local, but Mm -hmm. Buffalo Billiards used to be this massive basement bar that was actually the UNC bar here in D.C. Um, They would sell He's Not Blue's Cup. He's, there's another one. He's Not Blue Cups and everything. It was a massive space, so you never really had an issue finding an area to at least, like, stand and camp out with your friends, let alone yeah. sit. And it wasn't, like, a basement basement. It was just downstairs, and it had all the pool tables and billiards Yeah, a tables. lot of games. It was um, amazing. Ski ball, the basketball hoops shooting game, which yeah. I don't know if there's a technical term for that. Just, like, yeah, the, they have it at Players Club, too, and, like, most yeah. arcade places. Yeah, I don't know. They had air hockey. They had, like, foosball. They had TVs on every vertical surface yeah every square inch of the wall yeah great food. yeah it was the best place to watch unc basketball and now the replacement unc bar also shares fandom with penn state and Exiles. kansas which is yeah. really complicated because as you know i would go speaking of going to the ends of the earth for unc for unc <laughs> well yes but specifically <laughs> unc basketball oh yeah and I was thinking about this this past weekend, reflecting on the national championship that we lost in New Orleans a couple of years ago. Brad and I were supposed to go, and our flight got canceled. Mm. 
And I was thinking about superstitions and how much I believe in them. And I forgot that. Sorry, I realized like there was a sound and it was the chair squeaking. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's my chair. Yeah, I was. I can't sit still, guys. I'm you so sorry. You got the squeaky one this episode. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is that sound in my headphones?" I'm it's so actually sorry. funny because I heard it too, and I was just really trying to ignore it. But that's because you have ADHD, and I don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I need a fidget um, toy on here. Uh, okay, I was talking about superstitions, and I was just reflecting on like whether or not I be- really believe in them because I wear my Italian horn. I like yeah. whatever. Um fucking mouth noises i'm gonna (laughs) kill myself not if i kill you first brad and i on that trip we had a black cat literally pass in front of our car on our uber from dc to bwi to fly out and i shit you not 30 seconds later i had a text let alone it was spirit spirit airlines (laughs) but they said our flight was canceled and then there was no going back it was the day before the championship which was on a monday Every flight was booked. The only remaining seats were like two grand. We thought about driving, but it was just like there was too much. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I do believe in superstitions. Like a black cat in your path. Also, not just like on walking down the street, but you were driving and it went in front of you. On a highway. That's on the crazy. Baltimore Washington Parkway. On the parkway? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't Holly, happen all the time. Holly, cover your ears. I don't think they made it. Oh. Yeah. She didn't cover her ears. Now she's crying. <laughs> do you do you believe in superstitions? Like, are you, are you superstitious? Well, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I knew <laughs> you were going to say that. You knew I had to. It's pretty much the law if someone asks you that. Yeah. Which, um, by the way, from the office. Fuck. I hate The Office. I know, which is why it's on so many Hinge profiles. I don't know if you've ever caught that. I haven't. There's a lot of people I thought it was that. in like a Kanye West song or something. I mean, he might. The first time I ever heard it was from Michael Scott in The Office. God damn it. Yeah. That's tough. I really, Hannah knows, I'm happy to tell everyone listening, I hate The <laughs> Office. I think it is the poorest excuse for a show. Yeah. And it's so cringy and it didn't age well and I could go on for 30 minutes about it, but I'm going to shut up and let you talk about your superstition (laughs) beliefs. Um, Let's see. My superstitions. I always throw salt over my shoulder if I spill it. Really? Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't do that. Interesting. Hmm. Um, What else do I do that's kind of superstitious? Well, so I grew up playing golf and then I was the manager of the high school baseball team for a few years. Mm Mm-hmm. And golfers and baseball players are some of the most superstitious people I've ever fucking met. Golfers? Yeah. I don't know why I said that like that. Golfers? <laughs> Octave level. Are you like, killing me? Really golfers are superstitious. Jumped up there. <laughs> um, yeah, they just, like, they have their set routines. If you watch a golfer approach a shot, they'll do, like, the same routine. Same thing with baseball players when they go up to bat. And, like, mm. the pitcher, they'll always, like, do, like, the same things. Um, it's like why post season no one cuts their hair or shaves their fucking beards. I don't think I've ever noticed that. Oh, baseball players post season whoever's in playoffs, they won't they'll have beards. Oh. Because if they win when they have facial hair, if they cut it, they'll I lose. I do remember that, but I'm maybe I'm misremembering this, but I I grew up a Yankees fan and I'm pretty sure 
the Yankees were not allowed to have long hair and um, facial hair. Maybe. They were always, like, really clean-shaven. Maybe. But, yeah, that's a superstition. And then, like, in, you know, I don't know if they do this in professional baseball. I've never actually paid attention. But, like, the high school, college era, mm-hmm. um, they'll do, like, the whole team will get mohawks. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've seen that in hockey. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the the team when my senior year went to playoffs for states, and they all had mohawks and didn't shave their beards. And like when they got mohawks, I like dyed a streak of my hair green because I was like, I'm not getting a fucking mohawk. Yeah, I, um, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> good call. I'm not sure if it would work with your face shape. Thank you so much <laughs> for validating that choice of mine. But yeah, they're just like, they're really superstitious. So I, I was like, I had to always be very <clears throat> hyper aware of that when I was doing things. That's so um, interesting. Yeah, it's also like if someone's pitching a no hitter, like the announcers will wait as long as they can, basically. Or if people are in the um, dugout, they'll wait as long as like no one will say Damn. That, oh my God, it's like a no hitter so far. Because as soon as you say it. That's like jinxing it. Correct. Yeah. Which is a type of superstition. It is, totally. I do that sometimes just in the littlest ways. Like if we're going out, I don't want to say that it's going to be a good night because then I know that it won't be. Yeah. Or like if you had a really good date or something, I don't like to be like, that's just cynicism. (laughs) Okay. Well, now I know what to talk about in therapy this week. (laughs) Like when you don't want to get excited for a I'm good like, date. I'm like, if I say I had a good date and I like this person, I'm never going to hear from them again. A hundred percent. That's what my superstition I also, is. That and throwing salt over my shoulder. I also am like, if I tell my friends that I actually, that was an awful sniff. Holy fuck. <laughs> if I tell my friends that I actually like him and acknowledge it, then I I'm I'm catastrophizing immediately, and I think it's going to go badly for sure. I don't know again if that's a superstition or if and that it's is a trauma my response. Yeah. yeah, mine's a trauma response. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can clinically my catastrophizing is a trauma response. I've, I'm on medication for this, um, but yeah, it's. I mean, that's the thing. I'm just like my trauma response is nothing good will happen for me same I was talking to my dad about it and he was like you need to stop doing that and I was like thank you I'm healed yeah (laughs) now that you've said it I'm fine yeah can I Um, have you ever thought of calming down no (laughs) and I can't and I won't um but I can I want to go back to UNC for a second because I just thought about this really funny story that happened when I was a freshman um I knew that there were Four other people from my high school in Florida who had gone to UNC my year. I was friends with a couple of them, but also not friends with the rest of them. I went to a huge high school. Um, And I was walking in our dining hall, and our valedictorian from my high school ended up going to UNC. And I run into him. You could not miss this man. He was six foot six. And he looked at me in deadpan without a ounce of excitement, goes, Kimmy, you go here? (laughs) And I was just like, hell yeah, bitch, I do. What? I didn't even graduate in the top 10% of my high school. You were valedictorian, and we ended up at the same college. Suck my dick. And you had a scholarship. Alex. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. I I have Alex on the line. He's here to suck your cock. (laughs) Thank you. 
finally. <laughs> he was always so condescending to me in high school. He thought I was stupid in like our AP World History class because I couldn't remember all the name of names of the different Chinese dynasties. And I would skip class to go hang out with my theater friends. And oh, I just, anyway, going to the same college and that little hyper misogynistic comment was so annoying. Oh, he was like, you go here. I was like, yeah, I do. That was such a legally blonde moment for you. It really was. I love that. Yeah. You really won. Yeah. Big dub. Thank you. On the topic of misogyny, though, as you mm-hmm. have mentioned, um, I'd also like to talk about, like, guy friends. Okay. Like, in general? Yeah. So, you know... I have a lot of thoughts here. Okay. So. I think there was a TikTok trend or something. I've seen it online about, oh like... Oh, my God. I know where you're guy. going. Um, but it's, like, our... Can your guy friends actually, are they actually guy friends or are they like into you? Or the whole reason you're friends is because every guy is like slightly into you, at least for like certain amount. And that's why they can tolerate being your friend. I was like something that's really That's an age weird. old guy friend, platonic, like platonic guy friend um, take, okay. right? Is that your guy friends wouldn't be your guy friends if they didn't at some point in your relationship have the intention and or desire, whether stated or not. Mm-hmm. to hook up with you or pursue you in some way yeah conscious or subconscious right i have to clean my throat hang on shut the fuck up hannah <laughs> i think that men and women are capable of having platonic relationships okay i am not sure if i ever think that a guy platonic relationship could be as close or as meaningful as my relationships with my girlfriends Mm -hmm. and I think that because we don't have as many shared experiences they're never gonna fully understand a woman like a woman can Mm -hmm. so I just feel like the depth is never going to be achieved with a platonic guy friend as like us for sure yeah yeah there is that like just inane connection of you have the female the female experience right yeah Yeah. um but i also think there's something to be said for the girls who are like i'm not a girl's girl oh don't even get me started on this because it's like i I just get along better with guys because there's so much less dramatic and it's so i did I never, like, actually said that, but there's been, like, certain times in my life where I've had more guy friends than girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends, like, growing up, like, I had really good relationships with guys. Mm -hmm. And so I did feel like there was a certain part of me that was, like, okay, like, I clearly can connect really well with guys. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe I would have more guy friends than girlfriends at some points in time. But I never was, like, anti Femme, anti-woman, anti... Anti-feminine. Girl. Well, I don't want to exclude. Yeah. I we have to it. be. We have to be um, recognizing that our listeners are of all types. Um, alien, human, <laughs> cat. A lot of cats listen to us. Cats I love it. us. I believe it. Anyway. Yeah. On, I mean, we're on the topic of men. Yeah. Let's just stay here, oh. shall we? Our comfort zone. <laughs> our com- hating and dating the segment that takes up 75% of our content Jesus. is back. 
Also, the name of our third episode that is out if you have not listened to it yet. Yeah, you're not a real one if you haven't. I had a question to pose, which was, we're now officially in spooky season. It is October. (gasps) So scared. When is it acceptable to ghost? And when is it not? Okay. I have thoughts on this. And I know you do. And words to say. Okay. That's Um, what podcasts are for. That's crazy. We should start one. I know. (laughs) I'll record this. Okay. Um... My take is I personally am okay ghosting someone after a first date mm-hmm. if there wasn't really a connection and Agreed. neither of us reach back out. If, it feels like a mutual. If you went on a first date and he reached out after and said, hey, I had a really great time. I'd like to see you again. But you were like, I would never go on a date with this man ever again, even if he was the last man on earth. Would you ghost or would you respond and say, I didn't feel the connection? If it was a good first date. Get off my desk. As in, like, we were fine. Yeah. I would probably say, it's a no for me, dog. Okay. Yeah. Um, If it was a shit first date, I would be more inclined to ghost. However, I've also said no to people after shit first dates. I just Mm -hmm. think, like... I'm a firm, speaking of superstition, I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer in, like, karma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to make sure, like, I put good vibes out in the universe. And I would, most yeah. of the time, I feel like it's respectful to at least be like, no thanks. I and, agree. Because I normally, I'm very, you know I can be pretty blunt in my communication. Yeah. So I'm always very, like, I would want someone just to, like, get the point across with me. I don't mm-hmm. want somebody making up some scenario or, like, sugarcoating a lot of shit. Right. So, I know that we're both relatively confrontational women. Like, mm-hmm. I have no issue communicating. I'm not going to say I don't have an issue communicating my feelings because that makes me sound perfect, and I am not. Well, you are. But thank you. But I have um, I have an easier time talking about how I feel and what I think than some people. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you in that if I go on a first date or even a second date and I'm not feeling it, I have no problem mm-hmm. telling them. But I don't know. I just I also sometimes don't want to. And yeah. I and sometimes also I get concerned about sparing their feelings, which is ridiculous because it's not like men do that to us. Yeah, that's the part that I always forget is like the feelings because I'm like <laughs> because the I'm part so, I don't give a shit about. No, I'm so focused on the aspect of communication that I yeah, sometimes and like being clear. Exactly. That I sometimes forget that there is an emotional art to it. Yeah. And there can be a whole fucking dissertation about communicating without being in person as well. Mm-hmm. Although I have said that to people in person. So it is also me. But, I mean, I do think the first or second date is still an acceptable time frame to kind of ghost somebody if the vibes are, like, okay, yeah. neutral. Yeah. If you have, like, a shit date with somebody and they're a horrendous person, you have every right to ghost. Friend, mm-hmm. relationship, whatever. I mean, that's, like, people who, go like go no communication with their families in yeah. certain instances like yeah. that is an acceptable ghost yeah i think once you pass the like physical connection part mm-hmm. once you pass maybe even the third date like these are times where ghosting gets more like yeah if you've... you're being a shitty person yeah or like even if you spent time in between dates kind of like talking and like building right. a, a bond texting of some sort. yeah it just feels weird to me to 
just not say anything. Now, will I get distracted and forget to text people back, especially if I'm not as interested in them? <laughs> Hannah, episode three. We can't be bad texters out here in 2023. I know, but I have ADHD. No, no one cares. Oh, You're no, on your phone. I got distracted. I'm on my phone watching TikToks, and I didn't know my friends texted me. You're on your phone all day. Speaking of late responses, oh, something that I was also recently pondering is, and that is a shared experience among so many women who are dating, I think, <laughs> is when you're talking to a guy and you have plans to hang out later, later, open-ended, and he goes, yeah, I'll let you know. Oh, my God. And we're just sitting here like, I need to shave my body from neck to foot. Yeah. I need to put some type of makeup on. I need to find an outfit that I don't hate. I can't just be like, oh, need- I'm I'm home now. Come through. Yeah, I'm I like, okay, lose- well, now I need two hours. I need to lose 10 pounds in four hours. Like, I have stuff to do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I need to shave my face. I need to get liposuction. I, I have to get to Botox. Go, to- go get veneers. <laughs> I'm dying my There's hair. There's a lot going on. And I've been I'm in power washing my house. <laughs> you're just like sitting around and I'm like do I and I've done the thing where you get ready in anticipation of hanging out yeah and then they cancel that's and then I and superstition and then I end up at your house ordering sushi (laughs) being sad yeah not that this has happened before (laughs) at all great time Um, yeah vice versa like I've done the same thing where I'm like well I have no plans do you want to watch a movie because I'm sad right. for an unnecessary reason. And it is it is a superstition because I think if I get ready, I will jinx it and then he won't yep. want to hang out with me. Yep. Correct. Great. Okay. Great. And, and I've done Glad that. Glad that we... And I've, like, I've started the process and in the... Like, I got out of the shower and it was like, it's not going to happen tonight. Can't. I'm not feeling well Ooh. all of a sudden. Ooh, all of a sudden I have so much work to do and I'm such a little boy. Yeah, I'm just a little boy and my consulting job's so hard. Oh, no, I have to tell people what to do. Um, <laughs> you have to make a PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, no, my slide deck has to have 66 words per slide so people can read it in two seconds. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I truly don't think that there's... I thought about this because we just had this movie night together. I don't think that there is a better depiction of the DC dating scene than 500 Days of Summer. And what a movie night that was. <laughs> Me and I, within five to ten minutes of the movie, were like, this movie sucks, but we have to watch the whole thing. We committed. We got through. I hadn't seen it since it was in theaters. And I really remember also tying back to our last episode, like the Tumblr era of really romanticizing this movie and do you remember that? Yes. Like people, and people, people did still fan do. drawings of it. Yeah, they still do. And I, I really had sounds. forgotten the hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Smiths. <laughs> I heard the Smiths on in some grocery store the other day and got mad <laughs> <laughs> because I was just like, that movie ruined the Smiths. I mean, it the really Smiths did. have a league of other issues we can yeah. also uncover. But they were great in like 2010, 20. 11 in the tumblr era yeah. when this was also going yeah but anyway 500 days of summer is <laughs> i just love <laughs> Sorry. The, com- the comparisons man like god okay they romanticize their office jobs i'm like if that isn't dc i don't know what is i don't know if you knew this but i work on the hill right uh. the trip to ikea not that 
that's specific to DC, but we do be having one. I, yeah, it's like romanticizing running errands. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It's fun and funny as a bit to do that, but they're like, hee hee ha ha, let's pretend we live in Ikea. Right. That's different than being that, like, CN gives me the ick. Such a big ick. If I was in an Ikea with a man that I was interested in and he started role playing, I would run honey there's a chinese family in our bathroom i would run change my name and go into the witness protection program yeah i would cover myself in swedish meatballs (laughs) willingly first of all that's the first step (laughs) and i would disappear and someone will grab me because everyone loves ikea's meatballs (laughs) we're role-playing covered in meatballs (laughs) (laughs) and swedish Wait, do you know that someone once told me that I remind them of Zoe Deschanel? You hate, well, you dislike her style. Yeah, let's not use strong words here. I correct this myself. isn't a this isn't a hating woman podcast. This is strictly She's not hating your taste, men. which is funny. She's not my cup of tea. And someone once told me that I remind them of her, and I <laughs> went through the fucking roof. I was so upset. Existential crisis ensues. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm. I don't know, a manic pixie dream girl who also is just like every man in DC in that movie. Oh my because God. she really plays the DC man. She does. Um, I don't want anything serious up front. Okay, cool. But all of a sudden you're investing all this time and attention and nights together and memories and all this shit and it's a year later, five hundred days or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> That is precisely what it is, actually. That's crazy. And um, <laughs> 500 days in a year. And then she's like, I told you I never wanted anything serious. And it's like you were role playing your Gosh. life in Ikea and you didn't want anything serious. This is what I've had conversations with guy friends about this before, because I'm like, what do you think is serious? What is serious to you? Because if it's not communicating 24 7 if it's not hanging out multiple times a week if it's not integrating into other people's friend groups if it's not planning all of these future things together what the fuck yeah. is it let me is tell it you. until i have a ring on my finger let me tell you baby you have the chance to back out sorry i'll let you go ahead but if you couldn't tell i am fucking traumatized over this myself same baby boy psa if you are sending her good morning text every fucking morning, it's serious. You're basically dating. You can't come back from that without like a breakup. You should be expecting her to be, yeah, you know, emotionally invested in you at this point. Yeah. Like you are you are being a boyfriend. That is boyfriend behavior. I just don't I don't even understand if it's just the lack of commitment that they want to maintain. Oh. It's like, oh, if we call it serious, then we're going to label it. And then I'm back, like somehow backed into this corner that I can't get out of. I'm like, I really, by saying that this is not, not serious, nothing's changing. Again, if you already have all of those like little, I guess, indicators going on in your relationship, then what's really changing? Yeah. It's the label, I I guess. And that like idea of long-term commitment i don't know my favorite um favorite is used in a sarcastic term here my favorite thing lately when i'm on that fucking hinge it's for the kids at home um yeah because you're all stupider than me (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry. Stupid idiots. <laughs> I haven't said that in so you long. You haven't. You love saying, Kimmy loves saying stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. I digress. Um, my favorite thing on the dating profiles is in the section when you say what you're looking for, people will be like, a long-term relationship, but I opened a short or something casual or I yeah. don't know or whatever. I'm looking to get married, which I love that that's a setting, by the way. Mm-hmm. But now on Hinge, at least, you can kind of fill in the blank and, like, add a little commentary. And people are like, I don't know. We're, like, looking for long, open, or short. And people are like, I, I'm i looking for, like, my person, but, like, will I, like, want to date before, like, getting into anything serious? It's, like, something so weird or, like, I've seen I'm, like, some don't really... want to settle down, but, like, you know, if I find my person, I'm open to it. And it's like, okay, so you want to date someone. Yeah. You want to go on dates with somebody for like an extended amount of time. I've seen some really weird ones and I won't spend the time to dig through my phone yeah. to bring up the screenshots. But I almost think that giving people the ability to edit what that says is worse. Yeah. Because I'm like, just keep it to looking for a relationship long or short. Fine. You can have those indicators. Mm-hmm. Casual life partner like Mm -hmm. leave it to that that's enough hinge i don't know know how many people who are listening who have been on hinge recently but hinge allows you to write basically like two sentences under this description yeah and And they're like they're just describing dating yeah i just want to like go on dates with someone and see if there's a see if there's a connection that's the fucking buzzword they say let's see where this goes exactly see if there's casual see where this goes that's the fucking definition of dating you idiot let's see where this goes yeah, let's because I'm not gonna know that after the first two hour like old fashioned that we share. This is literally what dating is, my guy. Like they're this is mansplaining. Uh, they're yeah. mansplaining. They're rewriting the definition of dating and being like, this is actually what I'm looking for. It drives in case me you didn't know. up the wall. If you could, we're sitting here heated right now over these Sweating. topics. But I also I also find that the the men that I've interacted with who are like, I don't want anything serious. I don't want a relationship. I'm like, you're older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm 28 for the kids at home. <gasps> what when? When are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm not saying I want to get married in the next five years and have a baby because I don't. But it would be nice to maybe someday bring someone on a family vacation. It would be nice to share like life milestones with someone right now. It would be cool if like, you know, a holiday we could share. I wouldn't. Yeah. Be alone while my sisters are with their husbands. But I just am like, what? I understand if you're 23, 24, you just graduated you're like a hot young college post grad stud, whatever, living in Arlington, like raking your way through the Don Tito's clientele. <laughs> Sorry, the post grad stud in Arlington is, is like, uh, yeah. Does it not paint a very clear picture in your mind? No, it's perfect. I get it if you are that age and you don't want anything serious, but when you're like 31 and you're sitting across. From us being like, mm, this has been real, but I don't want a relationship. I'm like, unless you're really working on yourself, mm-hmm. in which case you probably shouldn't be dating around anyway. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. In that case, then it's put your profile on. I'm looking for something casual. Yeah. I just want to hook up. Which there's no shame in that game. No. 
it's it's so weird. And I also find that a lot of the guys that say they don't want something serious mm-hmm. are like the first ones to get in the relationship. Well, because that translates to I don't want anything serious with you. Correct. When you hear that, it's not. And I've, you know, healed from this myself. Mm hmm. That statement isn't necessarily, I don't want a serious relationship whatsoever, ever. It's, I don't want a serious relationship with you, period, and with you right now. And probably not ever. Yeah. Delete them off Snapchat. That is... (laughs) (laughs) You're blocked from stalking my Instagram stories. We haven't spoken in many years, but we matched on Bumble once, and they religiously watched the story. Yeah, that, that is a thing. A little creeper. Um... I also will say the other part of this conversation is the section on a hinge that's that they've added that is monogamy monogamy versus ethically non-monogamous. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's on there. I admittedly have not opened my hinge up in a few weeks. It's been on there for a long time. Longer time than that. Oh, well, maybe say. I just haven't been observing. Thank you. For, no. Um, and you can also add in a just little blow out of myself too. for actually having a crush on a man. <laughs> I haven't. Fuck. Yeah, but now there's a section for people to be like, I want monogamy. I want one person. And people to be like, ENM, ethically non monogamous. I'm lucky. ENM. ENM. That ethically like non monogamous. Real... That's the acronym. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's. Have you seen many of those? Yes. And again, you can add the blurb underneath. So they're like ethically non-monogamous. Sometimes it's because they're already partnered. Okay. Which, fair. Fine. Sometimes it's. Live your life. Yeah. Sometimes they have an open relationship. Sometimes they're polyamorous. Yep. Work. But a lot of the time I'll notice it's that the men will be putting like. The quintessential. I'm not looking for something, whatever. I want to keep my options open, like looking for connection. Some guys are like, okay, if, wrap it up. Yeah. It's like if it's, if the. Just had to get that out. Cause if you're like, not you, wrap it out, up, the oh. man. Hannah, I'm not yelling at you. To wrap it up. I'm done. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. We can change topic. No. <laughs> if you're. <laughs> If you're if you're non-monogamous, you oh, God. better. Oh yeah, have a as G E Z says oh, yeah. a Costco, Costco box Costco. of rubbers yeah. in my nightstand. Um, that but it's like it's just that they <laughs> don't wrap it the fuck up, Hannah. Stop talking. So sorry, we can stop talking about monogamy. Yeah, they're just like they're just like saying they want to keep their options open. Basically, is what it's boiling. Boiling down to hot way to crush that kelp. Finish my diet, um, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it's just it, it's just another way of men weaponizing the whole. I want options, but I want you to be into me. Yeah, and I'm like I, the I don't know what mindset. I don't go check to see what women are putting on dating profiles. Um, yeah, which I guess you could technically do that at some point because I think it's this abundance mindset where men basically are like. I really like you. This is going great. Our futures align. Our morals align. X, Y, Z. Check, check, check. But. I don't want to commit. <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can find someone better. Yeah, I'm keeping my options open. That is how I feel like so many men that I've experienced approach. What's it like having that self-confidence? I don't know. 
because I will find someone that I like and then catastrophize it and be like, if I say the wrong thing, he's gonna block me and hate me forever and I'm gonna ruin it. For sure. He hasn't texted me back in 20 minutes. He's never texting me again. I'm losing sleep. Yeah, I just... I wish I had that confidence to just be like, you're really great, but I think that I could do a little better and I'm going to go try fuck you, but I can't. (laughs) Okay, and so this is where, um, speaking of confidence in men and 500 days of summer, like, I'm going to fucking kill this fly. Um, It was (laughs) flying right at me. I was going to grab it. Um, But speaking of that, I'm just... Do men actually do the bathroom pep talk scene that is always depicted in movies? Because it like, sounds go like... go in there like, man, you've got this. Yeah, they're looking at themselves in the mirror, like maybe two hands grasping a sink. And like, okay, like... you're going to go in there, you're going to stick your dick in her, and you're going to have a great night, and you're going to get your rock off. Like, I feel like, first of all, the only time I have ever had to give myself a pep talk in a mirror is when you get like a little bit too drunk at something important. <laughs> And you're like, have one eye open. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just like, get your shit together, Kimmy. You're okay. not that drunk. You are so beautiful, <laughs> but you're not that drunk. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I don't know. I like to think that men give themselves little pep talks because the, the bathroom experience for women is obviously, uh, I mean, like the pinnacle of our lives. Yeah. Like I remember every drunk girl I've ever met in a bathroom who's like, I love your outfit. And I'm like, thanks. I felt so ugly tonight, but now I don't anymore. I hope that men like on dates will go in and be like, all right, dude, <laughs> looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, I mean, there is also the group bathroom experience, but the single bathroom experience where you're by yourself. I'm like, if I just was like, got like a weird, like, text or like an unfortunate situation happened where like uh the one time I had to have a bathroom moment was like I was on a date and he was talking about like how he went on like a couple other dates during the week and telling me how they went and I was like weird move first of all got punched live your life date around but don't talk about it on a date and I had like such a crush on him too and it wasn't like a first date and so I was like a little gut punched and so I had to like I need to go in the bathroom and just like reset my emotions yeah. and get through the rest of this. And so I feel like whenever I've had a moment like that, it is you're drunk, you're emotional, or I'm prepping for a fucking job interview. Yeah, totally. Do you think it's an ick if men do that? If they have to like pump themselves up? I think it's only an ick if um, they're the only one that finishes. Honestly, Sorry, that gonna, is super fair. You're going to put in all that work and I'm not even going to get to have a fun time. You're going to pump yourself up in the bathroom and I didn't even get anything out of it. Yeah, he's going to pump himself up for two pumps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is a really good transition okay. to my game. So now we're going to have sex on camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's later. Ooh, um, that's okay, this camera. is a really... What's the game? The, game, the game has to do with X. <gasps> So I know we've been on a streak of blind ranking, Mm -hmm. but that's because we're not that creative and we can't think of anything else. And they're fun. At least I can't. I've I've received good feedback on the blind ranking, so we're gonna keep these good vibes going. Um, and we're today we're ranking X, like niche X that we've identified on TikTok in our brains, Mm. and you don't know what one's gonna come next. I have no idea. And so you have to tell me. How icky they are to you on a scale of one to five. Okay. Okay. Number one is also, a 
I just want to say, if I really like a guy, I am. We've already talked about this. Are you ignoring the ex? I will. Put I a ignored. For it you I, Hold on. I, 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 did, I didn't tell anyone this. Oh God. I ignored snoring. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know. It's terrible. I let it go. I know. But general... and I slept. I know. And you Crazy. haven't slept since. Actually, I really haven't. I'm struggling right now. If you guys couldn't tell by my white eyeliner, it's an illusion for the bags <laughs> under my eyes, literally. Um, Let's get this game on the road. Yeah, for our listening only crew, I look like shit. Okay. No, you don't. Anyway. You're such a fucking liar. Um, okay, ick list. One to five. Starting off with a classic. One being the ickiest or five being the ickiest? Let's do one being the ickiest. Okay, okay. Wearing no-show socks. Sorry, not just the act of wearing them, but like wearing them and walking around the house. Like, like you are looking at the socks, not the shoe that goes over it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty icky. I understand that some shoes necessitate no-show socks, but I don't want to know that. You can change your socks when you get home. I don't think people realize that. <laughs> I don't want to see the no-shows. It's like you like get home. Like the heads. Yeah. Like, okay. You get home, you take off your bra, you change your socks. Like, that's, what else are men doing? Nothing. That's crazy. Pumping themselves up in the bathroom. <laughs> Giving the two pump wonder. Um, Let's put it out of three. Okay. Number two. Mm -hmm. Indoor rock climbing as a serious hobby. I don't really find that icky. Really? Is it strictly indoor? It's the harnesses. (laughs) I don't, I think, I think that's a five for me. Oh my God. I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends who climb and they no hate to the also, act of climbing. Listen to this podcast, and I love them. And, and I they think all it's... probably look fucking stupid in the harness. I don't know. I'd like to see a caked up ass in a harness. Okay, okay. You know I like a thick man. Agree to disagree. Okay, okay. Um, wearing the toe shoes. <laughs> to That's the, a two to the gym. Okay, I didn't to even the ha- gym. I didn't even have to finish. Oh no, I saw a man running it like someone's dad running in them the other yeah, day. Yeah, just like wearing them uh-uh. in general. No. Okay. Two? Two. So what do you have? I have two, three, and five. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Running up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I feel like oh, this Hannah, is one of those. No. God, this is one Hannah, of those picture, things. Hannah, picture, like, picture. Like, at home or, like, in a public staircase? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's so gross. This is one of those things like, where I think I would join them. Oh my gosh, we are different types of weird. I would I think that's a four for me. Okay, so this one has to be number one. Yeah. It's a good one, so I'm okay. glad. <laughs> okay. Jumping on a trampoline and like when they're in midair, they <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, that I literally am gonna. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> We're not okay. Oh my god! I can't even fan myself. I, the tears running down my face. Oh my face. god! They're streaming. When the, the tears, tears come streaming down your face. <laughs> So that's one. Can you tell me what? Yeah, that would be one for me. Can you tell me what your order would be? 
Oh, oh yeah, I can. That's definitely number one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like picture any guy that we know right now doing that and I immediately never want to see them again. <laughs> It could be, like, one of our best guy friends. I'm like, do not ever come into my life again if you do that. I just don't think I could ever take them seriously ever again. Okay. I'd play it at their fucking weddings. For me, that's, like, the same as running up the stairs on all fours. Okay. So I'm doing jumping on a trampoline and flapping your arms. (laughs) As one, right? Uh One is the ickiest, yeah. Running up the stairs on all fours, two. That's, you know, I'll forgive you for that eventually. I'm going to have, whoa, the toast, no. What? Um, I'm putting the toe shoes as two. Okay. The running up the stairs, mm-hmm. three. Wearing no-show socks, four. Indoor rock climbing, five. I'll accept indoor rock climbing, but again, I don't want to see your butt in a harness. Just don't and do I it don't in- want to see the shorts right up around it. You're like, just don't do it in front of me. Just don't. That's <laughs> something I just don't want to know. It's fine if you do it, but just don't get married. Can I say one that we haven't talked about? Absolutely. You know, when guys wear hats, for, no, that's not it. <laughs> the cat in the hat. It's when guys wear hats and they leave like a centimeter of space so that it's not fully oh, on their it's head. It's sitting just on top. Yes. It's resting. It's a little snug. Mm-hmm. Like they could probably. But there's clearly air, there's air space. Air. And and I don't get it. You could fly a plane through the top. I'm gonna put my arm down now. Okay. Is it? <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of visuals going on there. <laughs> is it? Is it to make them look taller? I think they like just add think it's a cool. little like. Nyeh. I think they just think it's cool. I saw a TikTok about Ix recently that was regarding hats. Mm-hmm. Her significant other was wearing his hat on backwards, and when he chewed his food, it made the hat like. move up and down because Mm. I don't know who chews with their forehead but it was like yeah and I was like that was a bad one wow wow I really cried and my mascara do be running it actually looks okay okay that's good well that was fun that was great I'm glad that I got a good (laughs) laugh out of you like angry birds <laughs> yeah <laughs> and their little legs <laughs> yeah you know, their legs are straight and they're just like <laughs> <laughs> if you're a man listening to this never do not send videos of you jumping on trampolines <laughs> no better one. yet don't go on a trampoline <laughs> trampolines are for girls only i could go on forever i think oh god so many good eggs out there we'll come back someday yeah we'll get back here yeah anything else on the docket for the day no i have nothing left to talk to you about okay so you can go after this I can, so i can go nonverbal. <laughs> okay what well, oh bye where, where can they find us um they can find us at funny hot v cool on twitter funny hot very cool everywhere else we are on spotify we are on apple we are on youtube we need to figure out what the fuck we're doing with our Patreon, but that is neither here nor there. Someday we'll be on other places. Yeah. Um, we're everywhere you listen to podcasts, and I think think that's all from us. That's stupid it for now. Stupid idiots. Bye, stupid idiots. Bye. Bye. Bye.